0: Welcome to Story Chats at Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. And I'm Valerie Comer. Today, we are finishing up our trip through CCR set in the United States with our final two states, Alaska and Hawaii. Woo! (laughs) So we made it. Um, But fret not, we are planning some more geographically located segments. Challenging. Yeah. It's going to be a little yes. harder. Um, although some of these States were kind of hard in the first place, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to get harder. So
1: yes. <laughs> oh, well. I noticed when yeah. I looked ahead.
0: Um, but it's going to be fun, hopefully. And you guys will enjoy it. Um,
1: so and we will too, right. we will enjoy it. it yes. She said- yes,
0: we will. Yes. It's required. Um, all right. So let's see. Um, Should we start with Alaska? Mm -hmm. Start with Alaska first. Narelle, you want to
2: go first with Alaska? I will because I'm the overachiever for this episode and that never, ever happens. So please put that on the record. (laughs) I have more books than anyone else. It's very exciting because it's usually the opposite. (laughs) So I'm going to start with an older book. And this, I'm, I'm... I guess that one of you guys might be touching this author's LI books, Love Inspired one. So I went for an older one. It was an indie book, which is Unraveled by Heidi McCann. So this one is in her Emerald Cove series. It released in 2015, so it is an older one. And I haven't read it for a while, but I did write a book recommendation so I can cheat and look at my notes. So this is a reunion romance in Alaska. Um, Lauren's returning there to look after her grandma who's unwell. She's left behind some drama in portland in oregon where she's been living including her surgeon fiance who's a very interesting person and wouldn't travel with her to alaska to see her grandma so yeah so there's lots of interesting stuff happening there (laughs) and blake is her childhood sweetheart he owns a whitewater rafting and kayaking business with his brother in alaska he's got a very strong faith and he's he's a really good hero like stuff happened with them it's a reunion romance when they before she left alaska and he's done the work and he's forgiven her and moved on and is quite settled and chilled at the beginning of the story from that perspective so he's not angsty about what's happened in the past lauren on the other hand has quite lukewarm faith and she's hiding lots of secrets and she's got this situation with this fiance that um, is a problem to her as well so it was a fun story we've had some flying around Alaska I, it was the first book I thought of when I thought of Alaska because it does show a lot of the scenery in the book and I enjoyed he- I really enjoy reading Heidi's books so I thought I'd go back to the first one of hers I read and talk about it because she's got some love 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 inspired books that are in Alaska as well
1: okay. I yep. thought of her as well I did not put her down but it was also for yep. first that I thought of was like, ooh, Heidi McCaughan was in there. Yes. But yes. Be- I was trying to find ones that were more recent. Okay. Well, what did yeah. you find? Well, I picked one by Belle Calhoun, actually, okay. who's written quite a few Alaska set books for hmm. Love Inspired. Okay. Uh, and this one was Alaskan Christmas Promise. And I enjoyed the story, but honestly, it, it didn't have to take place in Alaska. Okay. I mean there was winter uh there was christmas and winter and there was um kind of alaskany things that not that couldn't have been set someplace else with serious winter so um it's part of the um love inspired has a canine companion multi-author series so this is one of those so leo duggan began training service dogs as a way to process grief after his father's death, which I never quite figured out how that worked, but I mean, whatever, right? (laughs) And also his cousin who he had been as close with as a brother um, was killed in the military overseas. So he's just been struggling with grief for these two men that he valued very much in his life. And this happened about a year ago. single mom kit shows up looking for a guide dog because she's been diagnosed with macular degeneration and will probably go blind so she has i think a six-year-old six-year-olds are the theme it's not fives this evening <laughs> oh. um and i probably wrote down the little girl's name but i can't see it in my notes Anyway, what drew me to the story was um, the fact that I have an eye condition and and a few years ago, I kind of really wondered if I might go totally blind myself. So some of Kit's thought processes as she goes through this were ones that were familiar and understandable to me as she's like, she's a very positive person. Um, she's hiding some big secrets of course she yeah. is because of course she is of course she but is. she's also really focused on the beauty around her and just like wanting to remember like oh like like taking mental snapshots like I want to remember what that sunset looked like I want to remember this joy on my daughter's face and that sort of thing so that was why um, of all the books I could have picked and Belle has quite a few and Heidi has a few as well. I was like, yeah. this this uh, particular theme kind of resonates with me and it's one I explored a little bit in Ruby Radiance. Yeah, uh, So it was just kind of fun to see what uh, what how another author would handle that. So there's the guide dog, Jupiter, who's just uh, an overgrown puppy at the beginning. And so watching their relationship develop and his obedience develop, that was fun as well. Um, and part of the problem is that Kit doesn't want anyone to know that she's losing her eyesight uh, until they really have to know. Her family doesn't know, except for her sister she's really close to. And so, um, and he doesn't understand why she wouldn't just want everybody's support. Right. So there's a lot going on in the story. Um, and I enjoyed it.
2: Excellent. Yeah. Excellent.
1: So my
0: first one is an older one, but it is one that I've reread a number of times, um, the whole series, and actually sort of the follow on series. Um, it is Falling for Alaska by Catherine Brown. Right. Um, and it was originally published, she set up a pen name, halfway through to separate, I think, romance from, from her middle grade, middle grades. Yes, yeah, so I was trying, I'm like, it wasn't even something really related. So yeah. Um, so the the title's the same, but if you're like, that sounds familiar, but the author was different, you, you might just have the original the original version. Yeah. Um Gemma is starting over in small Alaska town. uh, she wants to do furniture flipping, uh, and uh her neighbor. Doesn't like the sound of her power tools at any time of day. Doesn't matter if it's lunchtime or two p.m. He just or he's, two a.m. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not having it. He is just absolutely not having the sound of power tools in his neighborhood. Um, he's a grump.
2: He's a big he's, grump, isn't he? <laughs> he, is, he
0: is. Um And it it trends sweet. It has gentle faith elements, but they're not um, they're not massive. But it's still it's just adorable. And it, it is Alaska. I feel like it would need significant change. The author
1: grew up in Alaska and I think that really comes through as it does with Heidi. Heidi is a native Alaskan as well. And I think, yeah, Yeah. I think that shows
0: like you couldn't, you couldn't just plop it somewhere else. If you were going to move it, you would have to change things, a lot of things. Um, So I just loved the whole story um, as well as then there's sort of a follow on the Alaska Matchmakers series um, where you see some of the couples from this series. Again, they they are all sort of in the same area and friends kind of thing. So really enjoyed it. And I go back to it because it's just a, it's one of those nice happy sigh break from the world reads.
1: Yeah. 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 I enjoyed that series as well. I think I have read I don't know if I've read everything she's written, but I've read quite a good chunk yeah yeah Hmm. her newer things are more uh labeled as a sweet clean read yes yeah um and i think she's rebranded her older ones that way as well okay but i i haven't seen anything that would make me say well she says she's a christian but um Mm. so i do enjoy her books
2: excellent narelle what's your next one well, my second one, we're going to slightly detour into romantic suspense, and <laughs> I'm just going to do a very brief mention of Cold Light of Day by Elizabeth Goddard. This is the first book in her Missing in Alaska series, and it won the Christie Award in 2023. So the, one of the only romantic suspense um, authors we had on our podcast YouTube yeah. channel, Windsor Christie, we have to mention it. Yes, so indeed. if you want to know about What, what the book, episode we, was that? it's episode 108 and we, <laughs> we, we interviewed Beth Goddard we yeah yes yeah. yes yeah. so Beth was on here and we had a great chat about this book and it's a really good episode so if you want to know more go listen to episode 108
1: <laughs> excellent yes. and I talked about
2: the
0: <laughs> the second book in the series recently I think in November yes in, uh, yes. in a recent read episode so yes Valerie back around. Well we're
1: all going for our three books then Mm -hmm. and sticking with Alaska until we're done with Alaska. Yes. Then I will go with uh, Wait for Me by Jan Thompson. It's a reunion romance um, set on an Alaskan cruise so quite a bit of it takes place on the cruise ship but there's lots of shore excursions as well so I thought it counted. Um, Logan's five-year-old son Jonas, five-year-old this time. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Um, wants only one thing for his birthday. And obviously he's not in the same five-year-old world that my grandkids are in because my grandkids would not say, oh, I want a cruise for my fifth birthday party. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, Jonas says that and he wants his mom. And so um, Logan sees what he can do about that. His ex-wife, Marie, um, is, was, both, Uh, an undercover agent and she could never explain her absences to Logan which strangely did not work well for their marriage Uh, so she had walked away from her husband and child because of her work and for their safety so she figures though what problem what could come up on a one-week Alaskan cruise she you know (laughs) she could do this for her child. She does not expect sparks to reignite and she doesn't expect her enemies to find her. So yes, this is also a romantic suspense to Mm -hmm. some degree, Um, but again, the the romance is strong. And if you like cruise ship type romance, then uh, you might like this one. Yeah, I feel like this one, this
0: one, I did talk about this one when we yeah. did our cruise ship episode, um, yes. because I feel yes. like it, it does need a little trigger warning. If really poorly parented children
1: make you yes. a little bit
0: insane. I <laughs> remember might... that
1: <laughs> You children in that cruise ship episode. Yeah. Because I remember some of the ones I talked about too as a kid that, yeah, yeah, would just not in yeah. that world yeah so
0: he he is uh he's five which should make us love him but
2: it i should. Wanted, i wanted to give want him a little, to bit of, a little bit of old school
0: parenting <laughs> he needs a little bit of old school parenting just thrown thrown at him
1: <laughs> y'all yep, just a little all
0: right my next one is married to an alaskan man by evangeline kelly um it is a delightful marriage of convenience and it's in off-grid Alaska. Um, there's no plumbing, there's no electricity. It's, it's solar and composting toilets. And, um, and I, it's not intended to be a rom-com, but I laughed out loud multiple times, uh, reading this Mm -hmm. as, as the heroine struggles to adapt to this way of life in order to uphold her end of this marriage of convenience. Um, it, it's just delightful and fun um and and light faith but good really really enjoyable
2: yeah that was on my tbr list but i ran had oh. out of time to read i would have been <laughs> reading that series had i had more time yep yes it yes. was one that i looked at but i have not read okay so i've read now a I couple couple in that series and they're they're quite enjoyable it's in my kindle somewhere in my (laughs) list of thousands (laughs) right all right third alaska i'll be quick with my third i have actually have a paperback Ooh. so this is alaska twilight by colleen coble and she had in 2006 this one came out i think she had a few books set in alaska and i haven't reread it but i did read the original as you can tell because i have the paperback <laughs> and I, this is a bear book well i have all sorts of interesting names of books so tank is a he's a hero is a bear biologist Ooh. and the heroine Haley, she's filming a documentary Um, while with a wildlife activist but really she's there investigating a murder so it's got the romantic suspense things that come in later so they're out in the Alaskan wilderness and I do remember from many moons ago that I really enjoyed this book and I kept it so I must have enjoyed it because I don't keep paperbacks (laughs) if I don't like them (laughs) yeah so if you want to go back a few years and read a romantic suspense Colleen Coble's ones are good excellent Valerie
0: I'm done with Alaska. You're done with Alaska. All right. I have one more Alaska, but it'll be fast because I've talked about it uh, before. Wild About Denali by Sarah Blackard. Yeah, And I chose this one only because it is straight romance. Um, I would recommend Sarah Blackard's romantic suspense over this. And she does have several that go into Alaska, but I was trying not to be that person again who's always bringing (laughs) the romantic suspense into everything um but this is the tv adventure host uh spotlighting the woman who runs the dog training and rescue thing as he's going to set up his wildlife rehabilitation um thing in thing. alaska <laughs> thing it's a technical term anyway it's cute uh no faith i would call it just sweet um i think it's meant to be it's got a rom-comy cover i think it's meant to be a rom-com um it was sweet and enjoyable. I did not laugh out loud, but that you might, you might.
1: <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Stranger things yes. have happened.
0: All right. Hawaii. Let's, let's hula on
2: over now to tropical climbs, Narelle. <laughs> yes. Well, I reread one. I really enjoyed this. It's only a short novella. I reread um, Tropical Kiss or Miss by Leeuwen Waiho. And this is a fun story. So it's, it's split time, but it's not really split time. So what it actually is, it's a married couple um, who are separated at the start of the story. So it's a married, a married couple romance. If that's your thing, you would love this book. Yes. And she is um, a marriage um, therapist with her marriage in tatters, basically. So, yes, and that's at the beginning of the story. And the way the, the, the story is structured is we go back to the very beginning. So we see their romance at the mm-hmm. beginning, which is the brother's best friend. And um, Leewen's actually done something different to a lot of books where she's got the same scene but from both point of views, from her point of view and his point of view, and you read through. So that's something that's slightly different, but it works because it sets up what's going on later in the story. And... Um, it's. I just really enjoyed the um, the faith element in it. I think it real the Asian American characters and that cultural background makes a difference in how things pan out in their relationship as well. And I thought that was done very, very well. And as lee always does, she always has very psychologically sound characters in terms of the way things work out. So there's no um, sugarcoating anything. There's no, everything just gets magically fixed and oh, wow, we're happy every after again. <laughs> so you actually you actually do the, the psychology work in a lee book. And so if you like that type of thing, you'll really enjoy this one. And it's short and Hawaii is very important. Yeah. And at the beginning, she's obsessed with um, the TV show Lost. And Lost came out in 2000. 2004 and I remember everybody was I think it was on a Thursday night in Australia I can't even believe I remember that everyone was watching it and I think Mm -hmm. we watched I don't even think my husband and I got through the first series we just got bored with this ongoing drama that's never-ending what's going on are we going to get off the island but it was filmed in Hawaii and um the, it ended up that Olivia, who's the main character, and that's the husband, Olivia's brother was living in Hawaii, and Hawaii is a very central part of this story, which is why I chose it for the episode. Very good.
1: Lee Wynn was on my mind as well. It's not the one that I went with, probably assuming somebody else would, would go yes. with her. Yeah, But yeah, I did read that one way back when as well. And yeah, stuck in my mind enough to go, Hawaii, that would be Lewin. Yeah, yes. <laughs> what you got, Valerie? Not Lewin. Not Lewin. <laughs> so I wandered around Amazon at length. At length, people, really, truly. <laughs> and I came across um, a book called Beginning Again by Lorraine Snelling. Now, Lorraine Snelling is known as a YA and historical author. Mm. And so, but I put contemporary into my search word. So I'm like, did this one slip past Amazon search? <laughs> and uh, it turned out that it is actually a contemporary. Now I don't, and it's it's an, an older contemporary. Like it's probably 20 year old contemporary, okay. but she recently released it. So I don't know whether it's a rights reversion or whether it's a, a, a trunk novel that she'd had but never sold and decided to release. Um, I didn't I didn't dig. I might have been able to find that out. Um, But it was released in 2019. Anyways, it takes place on the big island. And both characters are uh, native Hawaiians. So there's no it's, it's not a tourist setup in in any way. It's not one of those one person goes on their honeymoon alone because they were jilted or none of that <laughs> nonsense with this one. So Maddie has been in in Honolulu. Um, she left home on the big island to her father saying, if you marry that guy, don't ever come show your face here again. And so she's never been back. Uh, and that would be 10, 11 years. Her son is 10 years old in the story. His name is Nick and um her her husband turned out to be uh, a druggie and abusive and a horrible person and her father was right much as she ever hated to admit it Um, but she's never been back and she even missed her mother's funeral uh hasn't spoken to her dad in all these years but now her her ex is in jail And she's at her wits end. She's lost her job. She can't pay her rent. What is she going to do? All she can think of of is to tuck her tail between her legs and go home to dad, who is not a soft, cozy daddy. I'm here to tell you. (laughs) She walks in and he just kind of grunts at her, like doesn't say, hi, where you been? Here's a hug, nothing. And talks Mm. about her child as the boy for, like, half the book. Wow. So he's reclusive. He's angry. He's never gotten over his wife's death. But I think he must have been a grump before that, too. Anyways, uh, as Maddie's arriving, she runs into Cam, who offers her a ride to her dad's place because he lives in town. And if you're going to have kind of a grumpy sunshine thing, then Cam is the sunshine um her her dad is the crump she's somewhere (laughs) but um he he's um he's patient and kind and everybody in town loves him and he's got lots of nieces and nephews and everybody adores him and he's always helpful and he's the county extension agent for farming on the big island and her dad has a farm and he's been growing he had been growing coffee but that Something got into it, and then he'd been growing, he'd been raising cattle, and now there was a problem with that, and her dad's just, like, giving up. Um, so I really enjoyed the farming aspect of it, because I've never really stopped and thought, what is farming like in Hawaii, right? But I like farming. I live on a farm, and I've written farm-fresh books, so this was really interesting to me. She's determined to raise hogs for, how do you pronounce it, luau? luau's. Luau and she's determined also to raise coffee again and she just keeps going after it even when you know when there's mudslides and all kinds of things go wrong and cam is always there and, and seeing that relationship develop as he's the extension agent and then seeing her dad begin to soften and stuff i really enjoyed it um however if domestic Violence or domestic abuse is a trigger for you, then you might want to avoid this book. It isn't detailed, um but it's definitely in Maddie's past, and she does do some dealing with it uh during the story. So, uh, if that's a trigger, then find something else.
2: Do they grow pineapples? I always think of farming in Hawaii is pineapples, no. pineapple plantations. <laughs> no <Yeah>. coffee, <laughs> coffee, cattle,
1: and. Hogs was the three hmm. specific things that they have grown on their particular farm. Excellent. So yes. Yeah. All right. So my really first... interesting. I love that part of it a lot.
0: Yeah, that's that is cool. That mm. is cool. My first one uh is is an older one by Denise Hunter, actually, because I also scoured Amazon <laughs> looking for Hawaii. <laughs> um, and it is called Game of Love by Denise Hunter and it is set in Maui. Uh, and it is a woman taking her honeymoon alone. I've read that
1: one as well and enjoyed having,
0: it. Yeah, having, hers, having yeah. been jilted um at the at the altar. Um, so Callie goes on the month long like a literal honeymoon. She's there at this resort for a whole month. You have um, to be there more than a week to find love again. I guess, I guess. Um And she just wants to basically stay in her little cottage and order room service and never see another person, not see sunshine. She's just, she's only there because she can't get a refund, basically, is is how it boils down. Um, But Alex is the activities director for this family-owned resort, And he knows that the best way to get over a broken heart is to do stuff, is to not sit and wallow, but to get out there and do stuff. So he starts um, sort of, yeah, nudging her out, uh, pestering. Yeah, he's pretty pretty persistent um, and gets her out. And, uh, you know, so then they naturally, of course, fall in love. But when the month is up, she has to go home. Um, and she is a preschool teacher, I believe, or a kindergarten teacher. Um, so, you know, it's not like she can just up and quit. Uh, people are relying on her, but then there's Alex and it's, it's a really cute little resolution. It's
1: short. It's a little novella. Um, but it was darling. It was darling. I remember reading it and enjoying it. It was on my list and I'm like, no, I'm surely I can find something newer.
2: So I found an <laughs> I old sound- I think I've read it. <laughs> It sounds familiar, but yeah,
1: yeah. I've seen a couple of others with a somewhat similar storyline. Yeah, me too. Um And I mean, it's, it's a trope that's, you know, age old and yes. there's so many twists yeah. you can put on it. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not like it's derivative. No. But, yeah, uh, but it is, yeah, it was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. I like just read everything she's written. So there's that. Too. There's that for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Do you have another one norelle i do my Excellent. last one well i had to go and find the dolphin book <laughs> as i said i i have no na- interesting names for books and so the dolphin book that i was looking for is romantic suspense so please forgive me valerie but i wanted Again, to talk about this it's book not me the this dolphins time. i'm noticing <laughs> it's me today i'm the naughty i'll go to the naughty corner I, I, I had one episode. too though <laughs> <James>. <laughs> So this one is, this is from the Lower Reef series, which is Romantic Suspense, came out in the Mm mid-2000s. I think I read these books from the library, is my guess, because this predates the Kindle if you're in the mid-2000s. And the one I'm talking about is Distant Echoes, and it's set on Cowie, and the heroine Kaya is a mammal intelligence researcher, and she Mm -hmm. works with dolphins. And a tourist catamaran explodes off the coast, and the search and rescue includes Kaya and her trained dolphin, Nani. So the dolphin actually does stuff. I just I just adore the dolphins in this book. And then Jesse's the lieutenant commander with the US Navy who's based in Hawaii obviously. And there's also a possibility that there was missile research connected to why this catamaran happened to randomly sink off the coast of Hawaii mm-hmm. and so Jesse and Kate end up working together and there's danger and romantic suspense things that I really I picked it because it's Hawaii and it's the dolphins. I think I read <laughs> yeah. that back in the
0: day as well yeah
2: it sounds very familiar
0: who's the author I missed it
2: Colleen Coble okay it's um yeah so A Lower Reef had maybe four books yeah it was it was, it was an odd number for a series I do remember that my series are three six yeah. in multiples of this one I think might have been four or even five okay. yeah so Distant Echoes is the title excellent oh cool I think it's in a box now I think because I also yes. have it yeah. in a box of like, there might be four books in a novella or something that's available on Kindle.
0: Valerie? I'm done. You're done. Wow. Okay. Um, I have another one uh, and it is Lee Wen, but it is not one that it was new to me. Um, I was going to go find a tropical book and, and reread it. And then I stumbled across At Odds with the Billionaire, by Li Wen Ho and I was like well billionaires I'm there so um I believe she bills this as sweet versus um CCR it it is um the characters still very much have the morals and behaviors that you would expect from CCR so I didn't have a problem with with like I would call it CCR it's fine um it is very short like i think i read it in 40 minutes it's 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 a super it's a super short one Please. but it is um she's the billionaire and he is a ceo and um i think also a billionaire so he just bought a house in hawaii and so he and his friend slash uh coworker part of his company that he started show up to, at this new house that he just bought, um, and open the door, and someone, she comes storming Serafina to the balcony and looks over. What are you doing in my house? He's like, "This is my house," and she's like, "No, it's my house," <laughs> uh, because she misread the closing date uh, that the realtor sent, and so she thought she was still. It was she had to like the fifteenth, but it was really the fifth kind of thing. So, um, so she grudgingly finds the email, realizes she was wrong, and moves out, but then not before they realize that they have history. Uh, they went to the same high school, and um, he was uh, sort of the poor kid in the rich kids' high school, and so considered her a snob, sort of thing. Um, but now it turns out, you know. They misunderstood each other, and there's a way for him to do something amazing to help her. Um, and also, she's grown into this beautiful woman, and he's not so bad looking himself. So, it's got a little bit of insta love going on there as well. He and
1: pimples are gone.
0: Yes, exactly. It, <laughs> it was an adorable, fast read. Um, like, if you want just something light and super swoony, at odds with the billionaire. Um, Could it be anywhere other than Hawaii? Yeah, it could be anywhere with a beach. It'd be fine, but it
1: was still fun. So I I thought of something. Oh, can we go? Yeah. Um, In the Once Upon a Starry Night box set, Mm -hmm. which disbanded on December 31st, but most of these books will be coming out solo Uh and might already Uh be. uh, (laughs) Kami Tang wrote The Lone Rice Ball, Okay, which is part of her sushi series that she had traditionally published years ago.
2: I love the
1: sushi
2: series. Well, so happy to this is number
1: five in the sushi (laughs) series. Cool. Uh, I'll just quickly read the um, the description. Mimi Sakai has held the infamous title of the oldest single female cousin in her family for many years now. This reminds me, you're talking about Leewen and the Asian thing, so. This is a Japanese um, Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah. Um, But her independent streak enables her to ignore the nagging and pitying looks. When she spends Christmas in Hawaii to help her favorite auntie out at her high-end cosmetics store, Mimi is reunited with Tosh, a boy she wronged when she was much younger and much more stupid. She tries to meet with him to apologize, but she unexpectedly becomes embroiled in his undercover work. So there's a little bit of suspensey stuff in it, but not not too bad, particularly much. Security consultant Tosh, with a Japanese name I can't pronounce, has become a loner after being hounded by the gossip about his car, father's fatal car accident, which happened also to kill Tosh's girlfriend. He never expected to see Mimi again after all these years, nor could he have predicted that she would be caught up in his investigation into drugs on the North Shore. Oh, fun! So they, she agrees to help him, mm. and she's just kind of like stumbling in where angels fear to tread. And he's like, oh you're gonna get everybody." To <laughs> um, but it's it's sweet and romantic, and definitely uh, fills the romance in Hawaii. Hawaii. Thing, mm. if anybody's looking for more cool,
2: excellent. I have that in my TBR that box. I need to go find it. You do. Yes, you you do. can read it out of order. Mm. I love reading out of order. It's all good. <laughs> well,
1: in a multi-author <laughs> set, there's no harm in it at all. No, no.
2: Read from front to back. That
0: is
1: the order oh. that you read <laughs> things from front. To... And <laughs> a multi-author box set, I will give anyone permission to pick, choose, ignore. <laughs> or read one, ten, three, no, eight. No, yeah, no, Oh, it makes yes. me twitch. No, you read from front to of-
2: back. <laughs> never.
1: And I then number nine, and then number two. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm just watching Beth twitch. It's fun. Yeah,
2: oh. I know. Even when I was in box sets and had to proofread them, I still never read them in order. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. Oh, it's it's the way my terrible. brain works. We're, no, we're just- awful.
0: All right. You know, Did you have different. any more you needed min- to mention, Narelle? I'm done, and we're long. I'm again, good, but okay. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, um, I'm sure even having gone long, we missed plenty. Um, oh, and we we'll, Narelle mm-hmm. and I don't mind if you mention romantic suspense titles in the comments. <laughs> Valerie will shake her fist at you, but that's okay. <laughs> we would love to hear your favorite Alaska and Hawaii books. Um, CCR. CRS, Um, leave (laughs) us a comment. And while you are over there on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. And if you do listen, I try to do this every now and then. If you listen on a non-YouTube platform, just podcasting while you're driving or something, um, cleaning the kitchen, whatever, uh, you can subscribe to our podcast in any podcasting app that you love so please do that as well um so you never miss an episode so in the meantime uh we will look forward to seeing you again next week don't forget to fall in love with a good book bye
1: bye goodbye everyone